0: bring us all onto the same page. It's a new year. Happy new year. It's the first time that I've seen some of you. And it's just an exciting new beginning for each one of us. And and there's so much that we can celebrate and look forward to in the Lord for this year. Yes, there is dark things happening around us, but He is good. And we can look to the one that is good. And that even in difficult times, we can say, God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. All right. So just to get us on the same page, last year we had a gathering um, there outside on um, Morrison Farm. Those of you that don't know what's a gathering, it's we in the whole of Jostian Jostjen, this congregation is part of 38 other Jostjen congregations that's meeting this morning and this evening all across, I mean, all over, up to Australia, and, um, and so there's we are one congregation, and we had this gathering. And Andrew, who's leading Josh, Jane, um, shared this word. He says the Lord wants to bring back a thrust of evangelism in the heart of us of, of our church. And he said this following: He says, "We are those who proclaim the message of the good news of God. A healthy church is a church that is a church that is evangelizing, a church that reaches out to its community wherever it is." And Andrew shared this word, and, and you will hear this word actually echo into this year, because it wasn't just something for last year. It's something that Andrew has in his heart for us as a congregation this year that we will shine our light, that we are called to shine our light. And and I'm going to get back to this a bit later. And then on the 2nd of January, when most of you were still on holiday <laughs> that morning, we were 37 people here that morning. Yay! We were praising the Lord. Um, but I shared a word um, that I felt for the congregation, um, and I thought, I'll just share it again, so, because most of you weren't here, um, so that you can hear. And I felt the Lord is actually calling us um, to come and taste and see that He's good. There's an invitation for us as a congregation to come and taste and see that He's good. Um, And that's Psalm 34, verse 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in Him. Um, And that sort of stirred... I'm going somewhere. So I'm going to... So that stirred... While I was preparing for the sermon, there was a verse in the sermon that that stood out for me. And that's going to launch me into what I want to say this morning. But um, the invitation for us as a congregation... um, I'm not going to preach that whole sermon again today because we only have time for one. Um, so I'll do the one today, but you can go and listen to it. It's on the Justin website. I'm not, I just feel it was something timely for us as a congregation. But just the context of Psalm 34, um, David is fleeing for his life from King Saul. So we read... Um, Psalm 34, and it goes on, like, I will praise the Lord. His praises shall be continually on my lips. I will boast. It sounds like David's in a good place. But if you read the context from where he, he wrote that psalm, is he was fleeing for his life. Saul wanted to kill him. And he ends up at the king um, Achish of Gath. And this king brought brings him in front of, and the king's servants go, and they say, is this not David who they sang about, that Saul killed his ten th- of thousands, and David killed his ten thousands, and, and so David says, <laughs> and he, he, he said he was, afraid, he was afraid, he was fearful, and he started actually um, making like he's a madman. With Drew coming down his beard and scratching the doorpost. And he was acting this out that he is crazy. And this king says, who am I that you bring a crazy man in front of me? And, and, and so you read that and he's like, what is this? But David <laughs> writes a psalm and he says, um, Psalm 34 verse 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from my fears. So in the midst of scratching the doorpost and Drew coming down, he's like, Lord, please help. <laughs> I mean, I'm fearful. This king, if, I mean, if he, he just realized that I'm this David that slayed Goliath. I'm this David that's taking on, I mean, he's going to kill me. And he, he, he feared his life and he cried out to God. And then this verse, and this is the context, verse five. Those who look to him, are radiant, and their faces shall not be ashamed, and I felt this with that, come and taste and see that the Lord is good, that God is calling us to be a radiant church this year, and it links up with what has shared with let your light shine, he's calling us to be a church that is radiant, now, I don't know. If you have recently looked in the dictionary, probably not what the word radiant means, but it, it means to shine. It means to, um, to sparkle, to be bright, to be glowing, to be a church that is shining forth the light of Jesus, the glory of our God. And this is my dream for us, that we will be that church, that we will be A church that is radiant. Um, Psalm, that that verse 5 says, um, and those who look to him are radiant. So it's almost automatically, if you look to him, you are radiant. And that word look, it actually is not just seeing, it's a trusting, it's a relying on who God is. Those who put their trust in the Lord, they are radiant. They are radiant. And then the word, and they will turn, the, um, and their faces shall never be ashamed. That word ashamed, um, it means like, it usually is used in the context of misplaced trust. So if you misplace your trust, you will be ashamed. But those who trust in the Lord, they will be radiant. They will beam with light. They will shine forth the light of Jesus. And um, this is my dream for us: that we will be this radiant church, a church a church that beams and shines, sparkle forth the light of Christ, the light of the gospel, beaming out of us. That we don't walk around and look like we've been baptized in prune juice. We are a radiant. The rays and the joy of the Lord is raying. Um, the life of Jesus is raying out of who we are. And I'm not preaching this because I'm thinking that we are not. I'm thinking the Lord is saying, take a step higher. There's something a bit more for us as a congregation. He's calling us to shine. You see, it does not take much to be dull or to be dim. As a church, it doesn't take much to be that. Just take Jesus out of the center, and we will be dull. We will be dim. We will be dark. There won't be any light shining. Just let man and its ambitions be in the center. Then you see how a thing will die. Because it's not our light that we reflect. It is His light. His light that God has called us to shine forth It's easy to become dull. Just don't forgive. If you want to become a dull, dim church that doesn't radiate the light, don't forgive. Get easily offended. Then you'll see the light grow dim. We get opportunity to be a radiant church to forgive quickly. We get opportunity to to not be easily offended. To shine forth, to ray forth the light of Jesus. When we fully continue, when we um, willfully continue in sin, that is that is convicting us, and we're not repenting and not turning from that sin, we will become adult church. The light will stop beaming forth from us. Then we just carry the name, but the light of Jesus is not raying forth. As we, as we do the things as He did it and shine forth the light. Matthew 5, and this is the verse that Andrew used. He says, um, You are the light, verse 14, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that you may see your good so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven god is calling us to be a radiant church to have radiant faith to be to have a church where there's radiant families if you walk into our families that the light and the glory of christ shines radiant businesses <laughs> radiant prayer Radiant faith in, in I'm trusting the Lord in this year that that we will see miraculous things that the the light of Christ will shine through to us. Yes, I'm trusting for those for viruses to be sickness to be healed, but I'm containing even for legs to grow back, for people to get out of wheelchairs. I'm containing for for the for the things that is available in Him. I want to be all that He wants Him. Me to be and shine forth the light that He has for us. People, God is calling us to be a radiant church. How radiant are you? Is the light of Jesus beaming forth from your life, or have you become dull? Have you been part of the church for years and you've lost your shine? You just do this out of duty, you just come to church. Or are you shining forth the light of Jesus? And when you hear those words, it's like, <laughs> how radiant I am. It's not a thing of going like, oh, it's like, Lord, I'm not radiant enough. Help me to shine for you. And what I'm going to share right now, this, this verse just struck me, and this is new. I didn't share this the previous weeks. So <laughs> this is new. Um, And this is 2 Corinthians 4, verse 6. It says, For God who said, Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. The cross-reference to that verse is in Genesis 1, verse 1 to 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering all over the surface of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. In the beginning, it was dark. It was formless. It was nothing. And in the midst of that nothingness, there came a voice that spoke into that nothingness. And he said, let there be light. And there was light. That was a big bang. (laughs) That was something big (laughs) that happened in that moment. There was no light. It was dark. It was formless. And he said, let there be light. Imagine this, an explosion of light coming forth. There was nothing. It was dark. And then we go back to verse 6. For God who said, let there be light, has made this light, that light that shone over that darkness, over that unformlessness, shine into our hearts. Boom. Imagine this. The same light that was spoken forth in the beginning is the same light that is within you. And God is calling you to radiate and to shine forth that light. The light that shines into darkness. The light that brings form to that which is not, that not, doesn't have form. The, the, the power of God that is within us, that's resi- residing within us. It might be that we have lost our shine. But he's saying, come church, I love you so much. Will you shine for me? Will you be a shining light for me? Will you be a radiant church for me? Yes, maybe you've lost your shine, but come. Taste and see that I'm good. I'm calling you to come and taste and see and go radiate. Those who look, those who trust in me, they are radiant. So you see, it's not a work on my behalf. It's the light that has shone into my heart. And He's calling me to shine that. Huh? That doesn't sound difficult. So how does this practically work out? Well, just something, um, a week ago we, um, we have this tradition in, in the, the shepherd family where Juliet comes from, where we pray for people on their birthdays and we give them prophetic words. So we trust the Lord on every birthday. We pray for them and then we give them word. And it's always like, the whole family, the kids, everyone is part of that. So they go, wait on the Lord for a word. And we all went, and Juliet's mom's birthday last week or the week before, and we prayed for her for word. And I actually, I've been trusting for prophetic, but I, I just like, it's been dwindling. It was them. So I've been like, God, I really want to trust you for a powerful word for my mother-in-law. I want to just bless her with this amazing word. And I got this word, arise and shine, for your light has come. Now I'm thinking, I'm meditating on radiant. Lord, this is not helping. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm speaking for what is stirring in my heart, but that's the word. So I'm I'm just going to be faithful. And I said, um, those who look to him are radiant. And I arrived there and I gave this word. And she said to me, Maurice, you won't understand. I woke up this morning. I was trusting the Lord. For word, And the Lord said to me, and the scripture I felt is Isaiah 60, um, Arise and shine for your light has come. And she said, that's exactly the word that the Lord has given me this morning. And it's just so amazing that we have an opportunity to shine light. Why don't you radiate his light by praying for somebody, for trusting them, Lord for a word for, on their birthday. And just bless them with that word. Huh? Why not? Not just that quick Facebook message. Happy birthday! <laughs> but actually, trust going and spending time and hearing from God. What is what is on the Lord's heart for that person? There's a lot of birthdays. So I know we won't be able to do it for everyone, but it, it's like really to trust a little way to shine His light. Pray for the sick. Trust for miracles. When you go to the shop, trust the Lord for for a word for somebody. You can be His light at your workplace. When everybody is not serving the Lord, maybe you're in a situation where it's tough. You have an opportunity to shine light. Gavin, when you make that coffee, it might be a very personal coffee when you say, Oh, while I made your coffee, I just felt something of the Lord for you. And you can share that. And I'll just check with Richard if you can do that. <laughs> but, but, but I'm just like, I won't be able to, to mention every scenario um then in school how can you shine your light how can you be radiant wherever you live your life how can you be radiant for him and shine and sparkle forth light for Jesus those who look to him are radiant and that's what i wanted to share with you today it's not difficult <laughs> And it's not your light that you shine, it's His light. The same light that was in creation has shone. It's the light of Christ. It's the glory of Christ in your life. Um, If we read in uh, 2 Corinthians 4, it says, it's speaking about people that that doesn't know Jesus. In, um, In their case, verse 4, in their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers... To keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. So th- there is this God of this world that is putting a veil on people's eyes for them not to see the light. But if you le- read earlier on, those who turn to the Lord, the veil is removed. There's, there's something of, there is an enemy that wants people to live in darkness, but you can be radiant and shine light for Jesus. I was. I, I told the Lord, if I if I can use this as example, He must remind me. It's it's um so it's a silly example, but it it's such a actually so vivid picture. Who of you um, many years ago watched that movie Bugs Life? It's an animation. Probably if you had kids, you watched it a hundred times. <laughs> um, but there's this scene in this and. I mean, I haven't watched this movie recently. I just remember this. There's a scene, and it's a very quick scene, where this light is hanging on this this stoop. And this animal, or or insect, I don't know what it was, maybe a mosquito or whatever, is flying towards this light. And you hear this voice, Harry, don't look to the light. And then Harry says, I can't. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and Harry gets shocked and, and he falls down. And, and, and we want to actually say, Harry, look at the light. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. Here's Jesus. And you won't get, maybe you're not a believer this morning, you won't get shocked and fall to the ground. But there's something of, of the beauty of Jesus Um. That that attracts people. And if we can shine him, we can say, Harry, look at the light. And we say, Oh, it's beautiful. And they will meet their savior and they'll spend eternity with him. They die to themselves, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Jesus calls us to die to ourselves. <laughs> but he's calling us to look at his son, which is the light, so that we can spend eternity. Friends, if you have the good news, why keep it for yourself? If you have the cure for COVID, why keep it for yourself? If you have the cure for cancer, why keep it for yourself? We have Jesus, who is the name above every other name. Let's be radiant and shine his light. Can I pray for us? So this morning I'm not gonna ask you just to, sh- to put up your hand or to respond to this word, but I do want to create a moment that that if you are aware actually that you actually have become dull, your light has become dim. You're not radiant radiating forth the light of Jesus. I want to give a moment where you just where you are just Pray quickly, silently where you are and say, Lord Jesus, if that's me, will you come and help me? Maybe it's somebody that you need to forgive. Maybe it's repenting of that sin that he's been convicting you of. And, or maybe it's disobedience. You've not stepped out. It's been a while that you actually obeyed what he has spoken to you and his light has grown them. Whatever that thing is. And you sit here and it's like, Lord, Jesus, I've become, I've become dull. I'm not shining this light that has shone into my heart. And I ask, Lord, that you will forgive me. Will you help me, Lord, to shine the light that you have given us in our lives, Lord? Will you help us to shine just where you are? Just pray quickly. doesn't have to be a guilt trip or a... Self-pity party, and like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'll never get this right. It, it just, just take a moment. Repent. Turn to Him. Those who look to Him are radiant. Those who trust in Him. So this is a moment to trust Him. So Jesus, help me. I want to be a shining light. I don't want to be under a basket. I want to shine Your light wherever You are sending me, Jesus. So I pray, Holy Spirit, the same light that was released over darkness, over misformedness, over chaos. That light, Lord, that's shone into our heart. Holy Spirit, will you come in this moment and will you shine and give grace and enable each one to shine forth the light of Christ through their life. And Lord, I thank you that as all of us shine our light, that we will be a beaming spotlight for you here in Wellington. In Jesus' name, amen.